All right, welcome back in. 97.5-1280 The Zone, DJ and PK. DJ is finishing up his tour of D.C. He's an exploratory committee meetings, trying to see if he can get Hillary Clinton to enter the presidential race again. Did you know that? Tim McComb's sitting in. That's what he's doing back in D.C. right now. I've always believed he's a man of the people. Yeah. Um, and what a valiant effort by him to get back there. And Yeah, he loves Hillary. Always has. Paycheck is why I live in Utah. Yeah. Something about the pantsuit that really just gets him going. I, I think the fuchsia pantsuit particularly was was one of his favorites. He's a pantsuit guy. Myself, I prefer the cocktail dress. He likes the pantsuit. And see, I refer to it as a party dress. So Okay. Yeah. There you you go. know, I think we've all got our <clears throat> descriptors. Yeah. You make me a natural woman. <laughs> Isn't it awesome when the guy that's not here just gets drilled? <laughs> that's spectacular, Yak. Is it not? Is it not? Is it not spectacular? <laughs> With a spectacular rack. <laughs> <laughs> Some of the all-timers, man. I, and that's another fun thing. We, Jake, at oft, oftentimes, Jake and Adrian, like, we'll, you know, we got a lot of time to kill during jazz games. So Adrian, you know, breaks and stuff will play some of the the incriminating audio, I yeah. guess, from everybody across. Yeah. And there is some funny stuff out there. Well, DJ's a big Wang guy. Did you know that? Michael? And Wang. <laughs> Does he have a math hat? <laughs> what happens first? Look into your crystal balls. Pardon? Stop it. <laughs> Retail places that get the ultra big flag to what? call it the ultra big flag. <laughs> he, he had a little stumble that we couldn't use the uh, unedited version there with the ultra big flag. <laughs> oh, Sniggledorf. I miss Sniggy. Talk about the jazz. I'm sick of you. <laughs> whap whap uh, the N Wang he was combining a couple of stuff I guess and he mixed uh, two words or something and he came up with say that again Yuck N Wang N Wang <laughs> was that TV no it was here in the morning <laughs> N Wang yes. I don't know what was going through. Remember Wang Chung? I guess I don't know what was going through his brain on that. Yes, <laughs> but nevertheless, that and of course the old timer where he accuses one of our faithful listeners of being a man and she was a woman. You don't really sound like a Debbie. Well, I've been one for a long time. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Certainly the old-timer. The old-timers, yeah. <laughs> Got to get to West Coast Conference basketball. The tournaments are starting up. I believe this year that three teams, the three teams at the top, St. Mary's, BYU, and Gonzaga, are absolute locks to get in the NCAAs. And I also believe, and see what you think, I believe this year if these three teams were in the Pacific 12 Conference, they'd be challenging for first place. Oh, no question. Yeah. I, I mean, when you look at... UCLA is number one right now, correct? They are, yes. And BYU beat the tar out of them, right, in Maui. So Way back. They yeah, come way back. On. And, and I'll, I will say this, Mick Cronin, is a, he's an unbelievable coach. I've heard great things about him. Yeah, a really, really straightforward, honest guy, and snarky as all get out. 
so that's why you dig him. <laughs> um, but no, he's done an awesome job. But yeah, you just look at BYU and Gonzaga. I put them particularly those two. I still believe in watching St. Mary's. Um, St. Mary's is not your traditional St. Mary's team because they have they have very few back to the basket options, and that's a huge key to their offense working. Um, you know, you think about their great teams, and I got such a heavy dose of Waldo and Landale back yeah. to back to back, right? So um, this year they just don't have that guy they can roll and post and throw it into and split and play the way that they really run their stuff. Have, they have to have a big guy that's just dominant. Um, and then I believe the Zags, although certainly ranked high and, and had an awesome year, um, I, I don't love their guard play. It's not as strong as it's been in years prior, for sure. And so when you look at those two things, um, and I just believe across the board, I mean, you look at North Carolina having the year they're having, I just think the the, the country is down a little bit in terms of high-level players. And so uh, it's a perfect, perfect year for the, the WCC to have three teams that are eligible and capable of getting in because they're going to all get in. Yeah. I think all three of those teams can beat anybody in the Pac-12. I do, too. I, I don't argue with that at all. And they would be highly competitive. Now, I think the strength of the Pac-12 is not necessarily at the top, but half the teams, literally half, it's like you can flip a coin any given Thursday, Saturday. Well, they totally look different, too, home road. I, I don't know that I've seen a league, you know, this home road kind of affected – but you look at it, and I mean, Oregon's near unbeatable at home. Um, you know, same with Arizona. Then they go out on the road, and it's just an interesting kind of dynamic this year with the Pac-12. But yeah, the WCC, those three teams, I agree with you, could challenge for number one. Um, I I am almost a hundred percent convinced. I'll I'll make my for sure pick today later. But I think this is the year BYU wins that tournament. Wins the tournament. They'll be cutting down the nets on I, Tuesday. I really, really believe it. I think uh, in watching all these guys leading up and these teams leading up, and then I know how difficult, particularly after a big win, going to Malibu into that gym. Um, and I knew they would struggle a little bit just because of the emotional high they were on, and I think they were down a couple points uh, at halftime. But just the way that team is loving the moment it's just amazing they're feeling no pressure and i think that's one of the big key components is this wcc typically when we went down there by virtue of the season we had and we missed opportunities to get tier one wins and we had some losses to lower level teams that this this week was always so much pressure because if you didn't win you're not getting in right right very few times i think we went down there once with a a pretty good feeling we're going to get in and we ended if we could get to the championship and we did and i think that was the year we got three teams in last was uh, st mary's byu gonzaga all got in um i want to say maybe that was 2012 2013 one of those two years um but this year byu they're in no matter what they're playing totally for seeding and i just think i honestly believe team guy for guy they're better than everybody else in the league Wow. 
And that's not me being a homer. I'm just, I'm honest, honest to goodness, looking at it from the outside. And I think they're the best team in that. So you're being St. Mary's and Gonzaga in a two day span. And that means you go two and oh with uh, Gonzaga and St. Mary's with Yoli. I think, I think they'll embarrass St. Mary's the first night. Really? Yeah. I think it'll be 20. Holy freak. And I'm just, it's just, you know, I called the Gonzaga win two weeks before. You did? I mean, I looked in my crystal balls. Ball. <laughs> what happens first? Look into your crystal balls. Pardon? Stop it. <laughs> I, but in my case, I do own several. Um, so I don't just refer to one. I go to several okay. of, of the ball. Um, <laughs> With a Z? <laughs> <laughs> two Zs. Two Zs. Be clear about this. Whether you talk balls. That's two Zs. <laughs> two EZs <laughs> to make fun of him. <laughs> Well, that would be impressive, man. That that would bump up their C to uh, at least a five. I think they're going into the NCAA tournament. Well, it's always tricky because of the BYU is not the most. I'm sure like when they start talking about this unnamed team, because they don't talk about the teams apparently. But this unnamed team that can't play on Sunday, right? Okay, we know exactly what we're talking about. So I think that's the one thing that seating-wise could work against them. Right, but if they but beat St. Mary's and Gonzaga, then I think they'll a, knock down the door I think a they're five. a four. Uh, if, a they f- do, if they do this and win the tournament, they're a four. Because they're, I mean, look at it. They're in the top. They'll be in the top. At that point, if they do that, they'll be in the top seven in net. A four seed. Pomeroy, they're going to be way up there. I mean, this team's numbers are off the chart. And typically, some, I mean, you can make numbers say anything, but I just don't think anybody's playing as good a ball as they're playing. And they get it from different dudes every night. They don't have to have – I mean, they've had games where you always got 10. When you say anybody's playing as good a ball, you're talking to the West Coast or National? No, no, no I'm talking West Coast. But okay. I don't think – I mean, I don't, I don't think there is – team that's clicking quite like they're clicking i mean maybe they're one of and that's why even like national pundits are saying this team i'm not going saying this team's going to the final four okay so let's get that clear uh-huh. but yeah i think they're playing as good a basketball as anybody in their league and they're they're on something special right now plus yesterday just put fuel on the fire with the with what i see as snubs disrespect Pope not winning coach of the year despite not having a lineup that he anticipated almost every single game this year. Yeah, it's it's crazy. So I, I here's my thing: if you if you're if the argument is we're going to reward the best team, which is I think probably the way it should always be. I think that's the way Coach Rose always voted. Um, the the number one team, they're number one, and the coach should probably be the coach of the year. And the player should be player of the year, probably. And that's usually the way. Now, there's outliers to that. And well, I th- man, if you did that, you'd just be the Mark Few annual award. Right. But, and that's what it's been for the most part when you go look through the book. I mean, Randy and, Randy and Mark have basically traded off, you know, but Mark's won it more than anybody. But my, my thing is you can't have it both ways. So if Petrusive is you're going to give him player of the year because he's on the best team, then you can't turn around and give – an award to a guy who finished fourth, I you know it just doesn't make sense to me. And, and unfortunately, I think that's a popularity award. And I do know that I don't know that you know Pope has a great 
I mean, you got to have a bunch of friends out there, right? He's more worried about working hard and being relentless. And He's rubbing people wrong? I don't know about that, but I'm just Ran- saying... The new Randy Bennett of the WCC? Well, I'm not going to say any of that. I, I don't think it's to that extent, but I just think, you know, Damon's one of the good dudes and everybody loves Damon, and he has done a remarkable job, but I don't think anybody did a better job coaching in that league. Um, I would say few, you know, obviously did a great job because they have this bullseye on their back that people just will never understand. And then, you know, Mark, to do what Mark's done, you hit it on the head with all the crazy stuff he's had to deal with. You know, Mark that's being the thing. Pope. Right. That's, yeah, sorry, Mark Pope. That's the most remarkable thing to me. Yeah, I thought he got ripped off. And it sucks, to, you know, those, there's, there's stuff in your contract. You know, he's probably, that's probably worth 100 grand to him. Cash, huh? Cash monies. I mean, you know, I, I can speak to what the, the assistant coach of the year paid. <laughs> Zero. <laughs> <laughs> and I never was nominated, so I guess I can't speak to that. But So I guess he'll just make it up when uh, uh, Wake Forest offers him the gig? Oh, he'll more than make it up. Yeah. Um, I This dude's going to get so much cash thrown at him. And he's going to have so many huge job opportunities because he is exactly, I mean, you've seen it before, PK. It's this time of year right now where dudes make their careers. I just go down through the list. Like, remember the when Keno Davis got hot? Yeah. You know, he was at Drake and he, he takes Drake to wins a game in the tournament. And my gosh, there's a bidding war for Keno Davis. Um, and, and, but you Shaka can go through Khan the list. down to Texas. That's right. Shaka Smart. No. Oh. Chaka Khan. <laughs> do you have that on? Do you have Chaka Khan on there? Tell me, Give me something some of that. good. Chaka Khan. Hasn't done a whole lot of Texas. No. But he got really, really hot at VCU. Right. Uh, but that's how this thing works. So um, I, that's going to be the most intriguing thing to me is I think he's going to have so much money thrown at him, way more money than BYU wants to pay. I so know does that. Dave Rose come out of retirement and take the job? No. Is Mark is Mark Pope gone? I'm not saying Mark's gone, but Mark's gonna he's have not to, Chuck gone. He's Chuck it, Chuck it, Chuck it gone. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna have to turn down a lot of money if he does. And, and my advice to him: woo, <laughs> back it up. Nope, take the money and run. <laughs> because we were in, you know, our staff was in that spot, and we thought, ah, oh, we'll be, we'll be loyal here. We'll do all this. Hey. At the end of the day, money talks. The only color that matters. It's not red. It's not blue. It's green. It's green. I grew up with my mother, who was as profane a person as I've ever been around. Your she, mother? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Profane? Yeah, oh yeah. How are you so docile and and um, righteous? Uh, it's a miracle. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Is it one of the seven miracles? Uh, I don't know, but uh, yeah, she used to. I grew up with her saying, "Money walks." No, excuse me, money talks, and you know what walks? B. Yeah, only she would say it. Bohonky, bohonky. <laughs> if I heard her say that once, I heard her say it five million times. I came up from a very, very not profane, but you know, there was words that just didn't. They were more just like a. They're just part of the language. The S, the H. Oh, yeah. Oh, geez, I went way deeper than that. Are you kidding me? 
Yeah. I mean, it was an everyday occurrence. And she's gone now. And I have two older sisters. And they have uh, picked up right where she left off. Jake's hovering over the the, the no, seven I'm, second I'm delay. I'm not gonna swear on the air. I mean, he's like I, his hand is hovering know, this, over this it. This job uh, means too much to me, man. I I don't uh, I don't I don't have DJ money to where I can fall back on. I lose this job in six weeks. I'm in I'm in panic mode. So I need the cash. All right, there you go. That's some West Coast Conference basketball. Tim McCombs' advice to Mark Pope is take the money and run. Headed down to El Paso, where he might run into a great big hassle. Those are the lyrics of Take the Money and Run. He's I'm not gonna so be, excited. I'm going to be the UTEP coach. I'm so excited for concert You just can't season. hide it? Oh. I know, I know, I know. You want to go? So there you go. we got to talk some jazz. Coming up next, stay with us. 97.5, 1280 The Zone. And now, attention, top of the wire on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. The Utah Jazz are in New York City tonight to take on the Knicks at Madison Square Garden. Tip-off set for 5.30 p.m. Mountain Time on AT&T Sportsnet. The Zone's coverage begins at 4.30 with the Jazz Game Night pregame show right here on your home for the Utah Jazz, the Zone Sports Network. Also, the Salt Lake City Stars are in action tonight as they host the Santa Cruz Warriors at Salt Lake Community College at 7 o'clock tonight. You can listen to that game on 1280 AM The Zone. The Jazz will be at 97.5 FM The Zone as they wrap up their game on the other channel. In college basketball, BYU seniors Jolie Childs, TJ Haas, and Jake Toulson are named to the All-West Coast Conference first team. Utah State senior Sam Merrill was named to the Mountain West Conference first team, while Nimi Ashketa was named to the second team, and Justin Bean named to the third team. This Top of the Wire update brought to you by Zero Res. Zero Res leaves no dirt-attracting residues behind, so your carpets stay cleaner longer. Schedule your cleaning today for just $33 per room. Clean three areas and your fourth is free. Call Zero Res for details at 801-288-9376 or check them out at zeroresaltlake.com. Big Show. Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Are you ready? You guys ready? The Cavs are really bad, but the Jazz did play better. When Bogdanovich is hitting 10 of 19 shots and scoring 28 points, man, that goes a long way. You want him shooting. He needs to shoot. He's the second most important offensive player on the team, so he has an off couple of nights. Take 19 shots. If he hits 3 of 19, are you Keep scoring? going, man. In the case of somebody like Bogdanovich, who's one of the best, what, 15 shooters on the very planet Earth? Uh, he wants to play for you. Hoist away, sir. <laughs> you shoot to your heart's content. I guarantee that's what Quinn Snyder and every member of that team is telling him. Turn this up. Catch the Big Show, presented by Mountain America Credit Union. Afternoons from 3 to 7 on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. There you go. The man is happy. That's Tim McComb, who demanded that we play Shaka Khan. She sang the national anthem where at the All-Star Game? Was that what it was? I believe you are correct. And it was all... Uh, it didn't go well. It was... Yeah, Controversial. It, yeah, it was this not. this song's really good, but her anthem was not stellar. Still better than was it Fergie a couple years ago with that the Fergie got laughed at. By guys. You know my favorite two were NBA playoffs. Warriors were in it, and one game they roll out Metallica, right? And the next night they roll out Santana. Carlos Santana that was played it on the guitar. Awesome. Yeah. I've seen Santana. Have you? Yeah. So I'm down at the House of Blues in Vegas. You're, you and I, that's one other thing we share, other than good looks, charm, 
intellect <laughs> and, a, and an absolute love for concerts. I went and saw Miranda Lambert last week. How was that? It was fun. Yeah. You see Leopard and uh, ZZ Top are coming? I did. We got to yeah. be at that one. Yeah, I did see that. I mean, you're only going to get so many other more times to see the Reverend Billy G. And I went, when I went to uh, Miranda Lambert, I'm walking down the aisle and one of the ushers recognizes me and says, I thought you would have been a rock guy. I said, I can go rock. But, you know, got to stay a little current here. You're more, you're way more of a country dude. I've, uh, I've morphed. Yeah. I've you, morphed into that. You and I, you actually, I didn't want to go to Chesney, but you kind of said, hey, you should go to Chesney. And I thought Chesney was okay. But I fell in love that night with the uh, with the opening band. My guys. Your guys, who I just absolutely cannot get enough of. Old Dominion. Old D. I love them. They're my favorite band. They are so good, dude. I saw them years ago to the point where they were playing cover tunes. They weren't even, they don't think they had enough of their own yet. Yeah, they're phenomenal. Yeah. They're great songwriters, man. I saw them at the depot here across the street once. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It's like a buddy of mine in in, in college saw um, Pearl Jam somewhere down here in Salt Lake at one of these little clubs when they rolled through. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. I've seen Old Dominion in five different states. Soon to be six. I think in order to in put Colorado cherry on top, you got to see them in Virginia. Yeah, they're from back there, most oh, of them. Big Old Dominion. Yeah. That whole area. Yeah, I would love to. I absolutely. They're, they're, welcome home. Their party. music resonates with me for some reason. Um, just the, the lyrics or whatever it you is. You took my hotel key. Yeah, you got it going on, man. Jazz got a hotel key tonight as they're in the Big Apple. Now, there has been a lot of crazy games. You realize Golden State, the hapless Warriors, going to Denver last night and beat up on the Nuggets? And the Knicks on Monday beat the Rockets. So in your mind, Mr. Tim Lacombe joining us, sitting in for DJ, does those, do those losses, do they somewhat make the Jazz losses more palatable to some of these teams like Phoenix? Ugh. Yeah, the Phoenix at home was rough, wasn't it? Yes, it was awful. I, I think that um, I think what it proves is there there is a, a whole lot of parity in in the league, but at the same token, a big part of that is because there's so much talent, you know, that can really kind of go off any certain night. I agree with that. They're all pros, man. Although I, I don't know about the the Warriors beating the Nuggets in Denver. That, that was, one makes that was no a major sense. blow. Yeah, it makes. Uh, and really, what that what that probably equates to is a bunch of guys on. The Nuggets check the box prior to the game being started, and then you get into a little bit of a, a a tough situation. They're making shots, you're not, and then the bottom falls out. And that's kind of what happened the night here with Phoenix when the Jazz got beat at home. I, I, I don't know that I've been more surprised by the Jazz coming out of that All-Star break and losing four straight. Uh, that, that was very surprising to me because I – I went through those and looking at the games they had left, and I was saying, okay, so they got four at home, they'll win three of those. You know, you just kind of skip over it based on data. Uh-huh. And man, was I ever wrong? I'm not very, I'm not wrong very often. My wife uh, would possibly disagree with that, but 
in my own mind, irregardless of what, <laughs> nice. um, you know, information I'm giving out, I, I'm usually right. All right, so were they just going through a bad spell and they got out of it? Now they got two in a row. And I know it's just Washington and Cleveland, but the thing that I liked about the two wins is the way they happened. Guys that are supposed to do what they do did what they did. For sure on the offensive side, I still think when you give up that many points at home to the Wizards and you give up that many points on the road to Cleveland, it's still this still isn't as tight as Quinn would like it. No, it's not, but two things there. It's more of an offensive league now, and it's regular season. Why exert so much energy? You don't exert as much energy on offense as you do on defense, so why exert that energy? I agree with you. I think one of the big changes... Against those teams. The way teams are playing anymore... Uh, a lot of times it seems as though offensively, at least, the Jazz are playing and defensively. When Rudy's on the floor, as good as he is and as dominant as he can be, there's times where they're playing four on five because he's playing a spot that, you know, unless like the All-Star game, you're just going to let somebody roll down the middle and dunk it or from the dunker spot, you're going to give up lobs, which now in the regular season, if with a little skiff of defense, you're not giving that up. That's just one thing that's interesting is that Jazz, you know, when, when he's in the game, as good as he is defensively, at times te- what teams are doing this year to the Jazz and really kind of league-wide going smaller, spreading it out five out, it, it's, making the, it's making it much more difficult for the Jazz. Okay, yeah. Even with better offensive personnel. But I still don't think he's a dinosaur because I think that in the postseason – Guys get up and guys guard guys much more difficult, much tougher. So it becomes tougher to hit those shots. And the natural inclination then is if you're not hitting your shots from the perimeter is to take it inside, and there's my man. No, yeah, I mean, he's, he's, he's the most dominant defensive player in the league. Um, but with a little bit of a but, the way that traditionally teams have played, he's been, but... I don't know that he wins it this year. Uh, probably not. Right? So, I think they that, give it to Anthony Davis. But that's a trend a little bit, Los too. Los Angeles. You know? Um, Davis is a little different beast. He can he actually has guard-like skills. He does. So, anyway. I mean, I, yeah, I, I, still, I still need a rim protector in the postseason. I got to have it. Because I think it's much harder to be shooting threes and having them go in to the level that they go in, I think it's far more free-flowing. I don't think Things that, do tighten up. The, the yeah. half court becomes way more important in the playoffs. In, in any sport, I don't think there's more of a variance between regular season and postseason than there is in NBA basketball. You're right. It's, a, it's actually a great point. I mean, you can just, right from the very first game of the first round, you can see yeah. a, a visible difference. Yeah. And the way guys are trying on the defense. Right. Game. The intensity is the, and you don't, you don't have to worry about travel and four games and whatever nights and city to city and all that stuff. You know, you're going to be there for four days here and then you get on a plane and, and particularly in the first round, it's not going to be a long flight. You're going to be in the Western conference and you're probably going to be a, a, a fairly short flight. The, the longest you're going to go is down to Houston. Uh, so your energy is going to be up. And especially with veteran teams, and and then we know they're playing Houston in the first round, right? Uh, you know, at this I mean, point, I think it looks an, like it. But I'm just saying, regardless of if they finish third, I mean, Jake, talk to me. A lot of people think that's what we're on track. For. No, I, I think that that's what 
I think that's what's going to happen. I think the Jazz will play the Rockets in the first round. Well, I don't know that they can get to three, but how about the Rockets getting to three and Denver slipping to four? I could see I could see Denver slipping possibly, um, but I just think the Rockets have on any given night those two guys that it's not going to it's not going to be that way in the playoffs, but in the regular season those two guys, um, you know I, I think the Rockets can I think the Rockets can can uh, have nights where they're terrific, and then I have think they have nights where they're just not very good. Well, they lose to the Knicks, You're right? On Monday, I mean you just can't lose to the Knicks. They they're awful. I mean, the biggest surprise to me, and I remember driving down the street when the you guys were doing uh, the NBA preseason show. Uh-huh. I think you were in studio, and Hans was in studio with Jake. Am I right? Do you remember? Am I thinking about this right? Were you there? I, for some reason, in my mind, we were down uh, or somewhere. I'm. I wasn't there. I was at, listening to at it. Marley's, but go. Okay, I was driving around and listening to it, and they get to Hans, and he. He says, you know, who's your who's going to win the West? And he's like, I think the Lakers are. And I start in my car, I'm laughing like, what a dumb football guy. <laughs> I mean, they're not winning the West. I mean, look what they're doing right now. Oh, regular season or postseason are we talking about? No, I'm talking I'm talking the number one seed. Who's going to be the number one seed? Okay, so just, just the regular season. Right. Yeah, well, Lakers are going to win it. Well, they are, but I didn't think that back in the, the start of the season. Because I don't think the Clippers have any interest in winning it, right? And all of the, the the management is you know right. Whereas LeBron is taking upon himself to play as many games as he possibly can, and good for him, and good for those who pay to go see him play. And so he is determined. I sat out the other night, uh, but the Clippers aren't nearly as interested in having their guys play. 75 now, games. Now, when you when you talk about a change in the playoffs, watch that team change and morph. <laughs> Clippers? Right. They're my team to get out of the West. Yeah. Because they have it all. Yeah. And like you say, I mean, right now it's just, hey, we're using a piece here, we're using a piece there, we're going to keep everybody healthy. But watch that team morph. I don't know. At the end of the day, that's going to be pretty fun. But I, I think it's Lakers, Clippers, major drop, everybody else. In the West. Okay, that's what I want to get to next. Stay with us. 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Take The Zone with you wherever you go. Let's go. Download the all-new Zone Sports Network app on your phone and get live streaming of The Zone as well as podcast editions of every show. From Salt Lake to Shanghai, Provo to Portugal, or Ogden to Oslo. Wherever you go, we'll tag along. Let's go. Download the new Zone app by searching Zone Sports Network wherever you shop for apps. It's the Zone Sports Network app. From 97.5, 1280, The Zone, and The Zone Sports Network. I, I want to be where you are. That's a great freaking song. <laughs> I wish you and I could just play songs and, and do commentary like Beavis and Butthead. Yes. That are my, those are my friends, the Goo Goo Dolls. Why don't you smile? And the reason why we're playing this tune is because the Goo Goo Dolls are hitting the road this summer with special guests Lifehouse and Forrest Black on the Miracle Pill Summer Tour. Don't miss your chance to experience it live on Tuesday, July 28th at USANA Amphitheater. Tickets are now on sale. You can purchase your tickets at LiveNation.com or right now, 
what do we got? Caller 12? Is that how it works? If you're Caller 12, as soon as we play this, you can win tickets to this event, the Goo Goo Dolls at USANA, LiveNation.com. I think I... I this is your chance to win tickets. Win. It's a win ticket Wednesday. 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 Caller number 12 right now at 855-340-ZONE. Tickets right here on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. All right, there you are. Caller number 12 right now. Win those tickets, as you were saying, Mr. Lacombe. I was going to say, I think we should uh, propose a new promotion. What's that? It would ensure that PK and Timmy are at every concert. Every single one? Yeah. And it's (laughs) see a show with these two good men. You and I, like, let's let's work our way into that promo somehow. Then we get free tickets to the show. We get to hang out, listen to good tunes. Like, I'm going to be at that show for sure. I cannot be at that show. Okay. I'm going to be there. I will because be the next day we will be in Los Angeles doing Pac-12 Media Day uh, for college football. Already? Uh, yeah. That's what, crazy, I think man. it is July uh, 29th, I think. I think it's on that Wednesday. It might be the Thursday, the 30th, but I think it's the 29th. Is what I saw, and obviously we go down and we broadcast all day. We do like six, seven hours as all the coaches and two players from each team come through, and we've been there from day one. I have not missed one. We've been there every single year since the Utes have been in the conference, and we play up college football big time, obviously. And so we'll be down there talking about the the Utes and everything related to the Pac-12. So I will be down there because I looked to see what date it was to see if I could go because I would be interested in that in going because that tune you just played. Certainly, I think everybody loves that tune. I know why I do. I will. uh, I'll send you some video from it because I'll be there. Uh, I think that's one of my favorite things about my new schedule in life is there's not a whole lot of can'ts. Used to be a lot of can'ts. Could you be on the road scouting Vegas? Or, you know, recruits. and I mean, you just never know, but there just was no time for any, any of that gibberish. Time. You know, I'd make time for a few of the shows, but this one, uh, this summer's going to be epic. So there's no reason now for you to suck at golf? Yes, other than the fact that I... I actually don't devote a whole lot of time to it. I well, got to start doing you're that. You're going to have to. You don't have to worry about being gone. That's what I'm saying. I got to so follow your lead and get in the league. Now you're it now is your time. Let's go. To get out there and play. The only way to to improve in that game, much like anything is to obviously practice at it. No doubt. So, yeah, I've, I've got, got I've got the hands of a blacksmith around the greens. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> I just clobber that. I just bad touch, you know, if you don't play, you don't have great touch. What do they say? Drive for show, putt for dough. Mm-hmm. And I saw that firsthand with you. You hit it pretty far, though. But you, your approach shots that day and putts, pretty impressive. Uh, that's where I'm going to make my living, yeah. I mean, I'm, I strive to be down the middle of the fairway. It's not going to be super long, but then be in the position to get up and down, to get a, uh, a putt and uh, find a way to no more than two putts and then also try to be on the green as, uh, as consistently as possible. I think that's, that's the way you score. I mean, as long as you're in the fairway, that's the way to you score. You kind of have that Tom Kite game without the glasses, without the windshields. I used to wear glasses, but you know now I've got. But not the, like those. Yeah, he had the Harry carries going. Davis Division took care of my with my uh, LASIK with my LASIK about probably about ten years ago now. You think they give me a deal? 
Uh, call him up. Drop. Right. Well, don't drop my name. Drop Scotty's name. Drop the names. Why that, were you rude to him or something? No, or? no. Just okay. the, the guys who do all the advertising. Drop their names. And, and probably get a better. Does hands do that now? I don't know that he does Davis Vision. I know he does Harry's dot com promo promo code pi. There you go. Yeah. Well, just stay tuned. So, with that in mind, I said we would hit. You had the Jazz. You had basically the Clippers and Lakers being numbers one and two. Yes. Uh, how about the rest of them? You think are pretenders? Well, not pretenders, but I just don't think they're not at that level. They're not at that level. Yeah, I, I think the team that's closest probably is the is the Nuggets team wise. I thought that until star last power night. wise, the Rockets. You know, like Harden and Westbrook are epically good at times and epically bad. Um, together, I just don't see them making. A, a, I don't think they can play together enough to win to get into that top two. Uh, but you know, I appreciate them being bold to make a move because it wasn't going to go anywhere with Harden and, and Chris Paul. How about Chris Paul's year and what he's done with that sensational? Squad? Yeah, it's another one that's a total surprise. Yeah, he made the All Star team, uh, and they're sixth. Yeah, and people thought, oh my gosh, they lost two stars in two years in a row, and so they were going to suck. I thought they were going to be somewhere down there by the Warriors. <laughs> uh, yeah. That, that they like made, the bottom would fall out. The, the trades they made were very good. They got good talent back, and so with that in mind, that's something that I'd be worried about as far as you said the Jazz playing the Rockets locked in that 4-5 I think Denver can maybe fall to 4 Rockets maybe move up to 3 but can the Jazz fall to 6 I think that's possible it's po- it's definitely possible they're only a game and a half up on Oklahoma City right now yes so that that could definitely happen and and really even the Mavericks you know Luka goes on some crazy week you know um, span and it, yeah, we're we're definitely not out of the six seven talk right now either. Seven? Well, seven. I mean, Dallas is thirty seven wins is two. I mean, they're they're two games behind us. Okay. So I mean, I think what you'd have to do at that point is just break everybody down. And but again, so unpredictable. Seven's a bad spot. I can live with six. You know, I almost rather play the Clippers. The Clippers? They're the one team I don't want to play. I think the Jazz actually match up better with them. That's opposed to who? The oh, Rockets. Oh, the Rockets? Why? I just think they're a more orthodox type team. They got certainly got great weapons, but I think the Jazz strengths neutralize the Clippers more so than the Rockets. Really? Mm-hmm. Uh, to, to me, the Clippers are the most dangerous. As I watch them play, they've got star power. I mean, Kawhi in the postseason is obviously really good. And plus, I, th- I think they got they got nasty dudes. They do have nasty dudes. I, I guess my thing is, if you're if, there's, if it's going to be the first round and you're going to lose again, I would much rather it be to a team that could probably win the West as opposed to one that's just going to kind of flirt with the first round and get beat. I guess that's uh, like genealogy yeah, of losses, yeah, though. Yeah, I guess right. there's something to be said for that, but... Uh, to me, if, if to me if the Jazz lose in the first round, I don't know. I can I can spin that as a successful season compared to their expectations. 
Well, the expectations were were extraordinarily high. I mean, it's kind of like BYU right now. I get asked now, you know, it used to be, hey, can they get in the tournament this year? And now they've knocked that wall down. And uh, do you think they can get to the Sweet 16? And the next question, of course, I get asked, can they get to the Final Four? We we get way ahead of ourselves, uh, particularly in this community for whatever reason. Maybe that's fans everywhere. But, okay. But this team, I, you know, this team was a one-two. And people are talking about them finishing one-two for most of the summertime. Ooh. All right. We'll discuss what their expectations were and what their expectations realistically are now. We'll get to that next. 97.5, 1280 The Zone.